our last episode holy moly we finished first we finished first something <laughs> yay <laughs> it wasn't perfect no but it was it was a an evolution for production for us and figuring out how to to keep it interesting and keep things vibing and i think we accomplished our goal too so our goal was to bring you know leaders leaders on opposites spectrum and to bring them together and figure out what the bigger picture is and mm -hmm. what they have in common and mm -hmm. i think we did that i do too i think we've had some very important conversations and uplifting for the community and fun yeah and taught me how much it mattered to be having these conversations because yeah. every time we go out now people are listening and they're telling us they're listening and that's just amazing i didn't really expect that for some right. reason i hope they're listening yeah. and subscribing on all the chains. Thank you, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Count on Raven to get back to business. <laughs> but yeah, this has been an amazing journey so far. And yeah. um, I've, I've loved every guest we've brought on. I feel like they were here for a reason. You know? For sure. And yeah. I'm excited about our, our guest, guest today. today. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is starting to happen. We're like finishing each other's sentences and dressing the same. Well, yesterday you told me I wasn't your best friend anymore. That's, That's what my four-year-old child tells me. Wait a minute. That's because you don't have a picture of me in your office and you have a picture of everybody else in your mom. I have a picture of my guest in my office. Yeah. This is not making sure. it easier. We're going to be fighting on our last episode. You're welcome. <laughs> it sounds about right. Do you need a picture of, of me? I, yeah. No. No. Not before me. Do you understand? Okay. So let's start to introduce our yeah. wonderful guest today. I have Chelsea Prince here with me today. She is a new partner to the Mary C. Mm -hmm. And she came into town uh, like a Tasmanian devil and brought her <laughs> her her love of history um, to the surface by creating a platform for, for all the history in Ocean Springs by making the Historical Society. So she will introduce herself in just a moment and give us a little tidbit about her. But you introduce your guest first. Yes, so my guest is the deputy Fire Chief Ryan Heath, but he's also my friend. No, I thought you were uh, going to say best friend. Well, he has he hasn't reached that level yet. I mean, he's I'm trying. He's trying. You must really like the fire department. This is the second person. What's not to on. like? What's not to like? I mean, the fire department—they're great community partners, and we talk about community partners, and they're always willing to lend a hand. Um, and if you talk to the police departments, because they're not doing anything. But I believe that you know. They're an integral part of our city and our community. And so, Ryan. You just like them because they sell beer at your event. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's one less thing I have to worry about. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, you know, the two that you've brought on are number one, the the, the head guys that, that run the whole department. But also, they're our friends. Yeah. They're genuinely our friends. They're good people. And they care about their families and the people they work with and their departments. Yeah. So I very much respect the ones you have brought on, I even chose... though I'm giving you a hard time. They're good ones. <laughs> so Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your role um, here at the city, kind of um, just your journey to becoming the deputy fire chief. Well, so I hired on um, with Ocean Springs uh, at a pretty young age. I, I'm working on my 17th year now. Um, it's been a, a very enjoyable career for me. Um, 
it seems like it's it's been a long one. I know there's you know there just been many people that's been in the fire service for a whole lot longer than I have, but mm-hmm. it seems like a lifetime for me. But you know the the fire still burns very very bright for me. You know I, I look forward to I like lo- these metaphors. That you know <laughs> I, I look forward to learning every day. Um, and yeah, I'm here. You know, it's uh, it's been a long process. It's been a great process. I've enjoyed every day that I've worked for the city of Ocean Springs. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't need to be lying. No, I'm, I'm not. It's, and he lives in Ocean Springs. He lives and works here. Yeah, I uh, I truly love the community. You know, and I truly love uh, each and every person that uh, works with me and 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 for me there at the department. And uh, I'm just gonna keep rolling on. You know, keep rolling. Keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Where's Tina? <laughs> player. Next season, we've Next got season. to have this. Chelsea, can you give us a little bit about you? When did you move to Ocean Springs, and how did you get so connected? And do you do this in other communities? Because I feel like you very much love Ocean Springs. <laughs> I do love Ocean Springs. So I actually only moved here three years ago yeah, with my family. Yeah, and my husband was military. Um, he actually just separated his time. His commitment was up, but um, we've moved around a lot. And so, and I grew up in California and I've lived in a lot nice. of states and then we came here and it's just such a special place. Mm-hmm. And, but yes, every community I've been in, I do like to be outdoors and I like to explore and I have three little kids. And so I like to get them out and about yeah. and things like that. I don't do well just sitting at home. And so I always, is like to Google and look up things about the area and really learn it. Um, and here I uh, learned quickly that the way to get the best information was through talking to people. There wasn't much on the internet. <laughs> and so, um, well, yeah. a secret. <laughs> yeah. And so, and yes, the secret coast. And so I did feel like everything is a secret. And so then I start being like, well, I need an answer. I need to know what that old house was, or I need to know, you know, what was, where are these springs they keep talking about? And so <laughs> I just slowly started trying to learn and um, then I thought well I'm talking to a lot of locals who actually don't have the answers to these questions too and so I thought well I can you know maybe start a Facebook group and people can start talking about it and so I would post some things and post stories and it started out small but somehow it kind of Lit. blew up yeah it blew up and now it's been fantastic people are sharing stories and pictures we have like um, over 5,000 followers. I think it's almost up to 5,500. <laughs> and so it's been fantastic. And so I've made so many friends and get to hang out with cool people and I'm learning all the time. But Ocean Springs is definitely special and I want people to realize that and I want it to stay special. And and now you've kind of um, hit the jackpot with meeting Miss Pat and going into our, our artifacts uh, vault back in the yes. back of the Mary C. <laughs> and so now we're working on a history museum expansion and um, the more Chelsea kind of integrates with us, the more I think she's going to be a huge part of uh, what that looks like in the end. Um, especially with, um, we have some projects where we're going to have uh, guests come on and, and do a podcast just for the history of Ocean yeah. Springs. That's and cool. so um, we've got a few players in that, Nancy Wilson, and Chelsea Prince, mm-hmm. and uh, a few other partners. So we're excited about some of the upcoming projects with the expansion of the History Museum. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of really neat things here. I don't know if everyone knows, but the room over here, like the Native American room, there's amazing artifacts. And there's French artifacts that they found at the site of Fort Morpah. And there's, I recommend anyone coming in and seeing the stuff here, because normally, yeah, it's Yeah, not so available. when uh, when I started, uh, like just three years ago now, um, that room was kind of that way already. But um, since then, we've gone in and added a lot more, and it's really organized, and there's just so much more information. It's it's now called the pre-1699 room, and it's kind of the start 
of the History Museum expansion that's going to happen, uh, that's happening in the, the second floor hallway. Um, so, so it's kind of like a timeline from east to west. Um, so the pre-1699 room all the way up to, to now, basically. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So tell me, Chelsea, you moved here three years ago, and Ryan's been here eight, 17 years plus. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit, how do y'all engross yourselves into the community, a long-timer versus someone that, uh, I mean, you could be considered still a newcomer. You've been here for three years. How do you put yourself into the community, and how hard is it or easy for you to do that? Um, well, I think naturally I'm kind of, I'm not a reserved person. And so I do talk to people. Um, and I don't think it's very easy in other places. Honestly, it took me a lot longer to, because with military, you kind of have to get immersed fast or else you three years go by and you haven't met anyone. Right. And so for me, I've kind of gotten used to getting in somewhere and I'm like, I got to make friends because who knows how long I'm going to be here. And we thought that was going to be the case here. We thought we'd be leaving again too and actually going back to Florida. But then all of a sudden, Ocean Springs became home and we can never leave this place. <laughs> um, and so um, I feel like um, Ocean Springs is a place where it's easier to do that than other places because the people are so friendly and people are warm and welcoming. I know that on social media, sometimes people are like, oh, we don't want the outcomers. We don't want people to come in. But in reality, everyone, when you meet them, are very welcoming and very friendly. <laughs> and um, I feel like also here, you get embraced for your creativity and other places you might be considered weird. Like a lot of people would have been like, this girl's crazy. She wrote a book about Carl the Rooster. <laughs> but but here they're like, awesome, Carl the Rooster or awesome. We'll follow her history post. So I'm like, I feel like it's a place where you can be you and be appreciated for it. And I've seen that throughout the community with other people as well. Um, but I do recommend here to get out and talk to people. I feel like in society, it's so easy to kind of stay, you know, on, behind your phone or like on Instagram or whatever, which is fun. Obviously I'm on social media all the time, but um, if you get out and talk to people and do the things that are available to you in your area, you get immersed and you're embraced. And so I'd say just start making new friends, talk to people. Yeah. Ryan, how do you feel about that? I think that's, uh, that's probably true. Uh, you know, kind of similar to what she was talking about. There's, you know, we were me and you were talking about fun facts the other day and, and, that's one of the things that most people don't know about me is I was a, I was a military brat, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born in Ocean Springs. My mom married my stepfather who was stationed at Keesler, and we went all over the world, you know, and all over the United States. I've been to several different countries. And it's hard when you're not, um, I guess, say, I guess, I guess you can say solidified in a community for, you know, a long period of time. It's hard to get out and meet people and make friends. And when I moved back to Ocean Springs um, after I graduated high school, it was tough for me then too, mm -hmm. to get out and talk to people and make friends and, and go to different venues. And it was hard. It, it was hard for me throughout my career at the fire department. Yeah. And I tell you, one of the things that's really improved my ability to get out to talk to people is this deputy chief position that I took, you know, all you guys, you know, there's all, you know, all this, all the people that work in our city government, um, you know, people in our community, business owners, it just forces you to get out and have to open your mouth, you know, and have to find, find your, uh, what, you know, what you have in common with other people. There's so yeah. many things here in Ocean Springs to connect people, there things is. to do, places to go, nature, the water, the ocean you know it draws everybody mm -hmm. 
and uh, makes it kind of easy to to find people you relate with, you know. Ryan, I was just thinking, like, between you and Chelsea, like, I always, I love the dynamic between mine and Raven's guests, but, like, Chelsea, like, you, like, make me want to go, like, get to work and go work on a project, Ryan. Like, I think you need to read stories for, like, children's books or even adult. <laughs> your voice. I don't know. Like, I could fall asleep to your voice. Oh. I was like, I'm so relaxed. Yeah, I was, like, very relaxed listening to you talk. He even looks peaceful. I know. I know. Very peaceful. I, know. I think it's that fuzzy chair. Yeah, it is. I told to you when I sat down, it's comfortable. I don't know. Yeah, my chair's fuzzy, and I'm still, <laughs> like you said, Tasmanian devil. <laughs> He does have a calm personality. Mm-hmm. We need that in the city because you know when you're in city hall and you're dealing with you, I'm just kidding. me <laughs> and all of Ocean Springs. Like it's yeah. chaotic. It is it all is the super time. Chaotic and like then like even Derek McCoy, like the, the chief, he's he is the same way. You yeah. both are very calming. I enjoy it, and, but in like a really kind way, you know, I not f- like. Not like, I'm not going to be bothered by this. Call. I'm not going to be bothered you know? by it. I think that comes from years of uh, dealing with, I guess you can say, emergency, stress, yeah. stressful situations. You go situations, into survival mode you know, and, like, and you have to calm yourself. You have to calm yourself yeah. down. And so, you know, yeah. after 15, 20 years in the service, it just becomes a How do you natural calm yourself? State. How do you know? Where's the trigger? How do you know I got to? I got to switch gears and call myself. You know, it's it's weird because, and Raven could probably tell you this because you know we work on stuff in you know events in the city. I'm a I'm a very OCD person. I like to you know I like to be on a schedule with everything I do, and I get I typically get worked up over stuff I shouldn't get worked up about, <laughs> and the stuff that I should be worked up about, I'm just like oh well yeah. But then when something really big hits, you're prepared. I'm prepared, you know. I just sit back and do what I got to do. I will say, I like if I'm in a tizzy, I would definitely call Ryan to calm me down. And not Sarah. <laughs> Wait, I always have your back. What do you mean? I didn't, I'm not saying that to, you don't have my back. I'm but, talking about, like, to bring me down a notch to, like, <laughs> you, you'd bring me up. You'd be ready to go fight. And while Ryan would be like, now you need to take it, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> don't send that email don't send that email <laughs> i was watching uh one of the previous uh podcast episodes with uh miss Paige roberts on here and, and she was talking about you know just you know letting things go and, and letting and ro- rolling rolling quote unquote rolling with it and, yeah you know you have to you know you have to just roll with things mm-hmm. you know especially these days and times because if not uh life's going to pass you by yeah you know for sure so. i'm having visuals right now yeah <laughs> but you know you you just don't you can't say those wise words you can't say that until you've experienced it mm-hmm. until you just know hey i went through that and i actually came out okay you know yeah. mm-hmm. you just you can't feel that until you've experienced it that's the hard part when you know you love all your your staff or your family and you know they're going to go through these things and you're tr- you're the leader and you're trying to help them but at the same time, you got to just sort of let them fall a little bit. Sure. That's hard. So as the deputy chief, you're dealing with staff too, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. So so how do you help the chief with with your department? So department? It, it works kind of just in, it's a, it's a chain of command process rank structure. So I work under his directives, you know, and then our battalion chiefs work under my directives and on down, right? Um, it's a little bit 
I would say different in a smaller community, a smaller department. Um, it's a lot more close knit than what you would see uh, in a in a bigger department in our country. But it's all about developing strategic objectives, you know, mm -hmm. and and following through with them, ensuring that they get carried out. And uh, I tell you what, I think that me and Derek have have come together as a as a really good solid administration. We 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 uh, have the same vision on a lot of a lot of subjects and topics and. You know, just as I told you earlier, my fire still burns very bright, and so does his. So does his. You know, and right. uh, we come in every day working. Um, you know, with the rest of our administration downstairs and, and our people, and our people, and, uh, and and we make it happen. You know, we we work hard. Everybody, you know, digs in, and some days are good, some days are bad. You know, but how's employment for the fire department? Uh, it's we're fully staffed. I really think it's because you guys set the tone. You know? Well, uh, you know, I think that uh, setting the tone is key. You know, I think that, you know, I, I always used to try to tell people when I was on shift and, and I still say this, you know, if people know that you have a heart and you care for their best interest and, and you lead by example, they'll work for you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's just, uh, that's one thing that I've always tried to do you know, I've I've slipped and fell and made some mistakes to my career. I'm not saying it perfect, but I've always tried to lead by example. If I wanted somebody to do something, to get out there and do it with them. You know, if I wanted to um, try to improve something, let me get out there and improve it with you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's why uh, we're we're hanging in there. You know, successful right now with our you know retention. Um, well, you guys, I've. Uh oh. Well, <laughs> break. <laughs> and and we're back on. Okay. So I have a question for both of you. So there's the job, and then there's growth mm -hmm. within the department. There's an idea, and then there's a plateau. How do you evolve? Where do you go when you start to feel like, okay, what's next? I and, think, and what is next? I think going along with what he was saying and really immersing yourself and bringing, you know, that enjoyment to the table, mm -hmm. I feel like that's one thing I've recognized about Ocean Springs too, is that people's um, career paths that they're choosing are something that they're very passionate about. And so it's not that it's just another job. I feel like people here have very unique skills and they are thriving off of their unique skill. And so I feel like it kind of doesn't come to an end because it, you it's something that you care about and want to keep doing. And so, and then you're embraced for it. And so you get to really enjoy life because you get to, there's so many opportunities to follow what you're passionate about. And so um, like I can tell that you're passionate about helping people and doing what you're doing. And so, and really to and you girls, like with your jobs with the city, now you're making a fun podcast, like you're, and you're being supported through it. And so I, I really respect that and really like that people are open to new ideas and then are going for it. They're trying it, whether or not they may fail, who knows, but at least you're trying, you know? So it's, that's what I think. <laughs> I love how how everybody is getting to that point and then sharing. You know, it's like spreading the love. It's it's kind of special. You really don't <laughs> it's see very that very special. Often. I know. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? So I think the biggest thing with me, the way I feel about it, is being present. You know, if you're not present, 
in your job, if you're not present in um, making new waves and, and taking new opportunities, they're going to pass you by, you know. And I've always been one of those people who I like to take input. I'm not going to take input on everything. But when it comes to things that may affect, you know, our employees' well-being or their uh, their living conditions or the equipment they work with, or I take some input, you know, because I don't just because I'm an you know part of administration doesn't mean I know everything, right? You know, you know what 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 works best, you know what what do we need? And it's all about uh, trying new things, like you say. Sometimes, sometimes the new ideas work out perfect, and sometimes you fall flat on your face, but you're not going to grow, you know, if you don't try new things, if you don't evolve with time and, you know, the fire department changes. So many people say it changes yearly, monthly, daily. I, I say it changes every second because somewhere in this country right now, there's a call going on that somebody's learning something that's very, very important, Yeah, you know, and it's important that we continue to do that as a department. And and that happens by trying new things. It happens by everybody collaborating, coming up with new ideas and, and uh, you know, putting them out there. And they either they work or they don't. If they don't, then... <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember when I was thinking about starting my Facebook page and it was an idea and I thought, so many times I can't do that. I'm not even from here. Everyone's going to be like, who's like, why is this girl acting who the like hell she, is yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, everyone's going to be like, who's this girl who thinks she knows everything. And that's the thing I've taken pride in is that I don't know everything. And that's why I started. It was so that I could learn. I don't consider myself a historian. You're just taking us on your, I just, your well, learning that's journey. That's what I, the city of discovery. And I honestly kept making that joke. I'm like, this is the city of discovery. I discover something new every single day. <laughs> we and, need to put Chelsea <laughs> in the logo somehow. Just like a moon. I, but I like it because it is true. You need to start with an idea. But then I think about how I had that idea. I thought people are going to be like, who's this random girl who thinks she knows everything? But and I don't. And I wanted everyone to know I don't think I know everything. But and it's become this amazing thing. <laughs> and other people, though, have said like, I haven't I'm like in Katrina, um, all my pictures were destroyed. So I've never seen a picture of my grandfather. You know what I mean? And things like that that are posted. And it's an amazing thing. I think if I didn't follow through with that idea because I was scared, that wouldn't have happened. And I don't want to give myself credit because I don't think it's my credit, but I'm happy that it's happening and that I acted on my idea because some ideas seem silly. Okay, so this project that you've created is pretty epic. I mean, it's it's intense. Oh, that's you, nice. You have you. done a lot of research. I, I've been like, wow, she's like running laps around all of us. Like, <laughs> we're supposed to be the cultural center with the history museum. You know? <laughs> no. like, we're going to bring her in as a partner. But, you know, how the heck do you have time to do this with three kids? Like, well, what the heck? And Ryan has two kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but like, like, aren't you a stay-at-home mom? I am a stay-at-home mom. So and that's, that's her job, yeah. you know? That's her yeah. day. Well, some, I, I call it up. Yes. I, my kids go around with me. My It's funny because I'll go, you know, with Ray. And that's the thing is I feel like I'm really not... I am researching some things and meeting new people, but luckily there have been people who came before me like Ray Belandi who have done so much right. research right. that I'm really able to find photos because I love photos and I like seeing those things. And then I will, you know, go re go to his archives and learn it. And then I can post a blurb about that. But as you were saying how you're very 
OCD and like things in order. I'm very ADD and I'm like all over the place. So sometimes <laughs> people are like, you like Ray will tell me, you need to you need to like go from the beginning and stay on track. I'm like, I, that's not happening. You're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I hop around. And so that's what's nice about social media is I can just post something that I learned really quick. And then all of a sudden, I don't even have to check it. All of a sudden, all these people I can check at night and they've responded and taught me everything I need to know. Right. So let me <clears> ask you, you're interested in the history of Ocean Springs, but it kind of seems like you're interested in helping people um, know their family. So is genealogy something that's important? So I've started to be more interested in genealogy. And it's funny because my church I go to is actually very invested in genealogy work. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and it's always been emphasized. But I haven't really been that interested, I feel bad saying that, in my genealogy. (laughs) My mom has done it, and she's taught me some things over time. But I kind of think that the reason I liked Ocean Springs was because I did feel like it was almost like a treasure hunt. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like I have questions, can't find it, but then I get that adrenaline rush of like, yes, mystery solved. Now I know what that building is. And so I think we that should, that's we what started. We should figure out a it. way to like make that like a hunt, like a scavenger hunt Oh, I have hunt lots of ideas of scavenger hunts. <laughs> treasure yeah. hunts. We're going to find Jean Lafitte's treasure. Like I got all the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> she has an idea list. I, <laughs> I do. Rarely do I check things off. I just want to put together the treasure box and go bury it. Mm-hmm. That'll be my part. Okay. Let's do it. So as leaders, tell us a little bit about how y'all deal with stress. Like, what is the thing you do um, to kind of relieve stress? Relieve stress. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, You know, I'm a I say an avid outdoorsman. I I love being outdoors, you know, fishing, hunting on my boat just about every weekend. Um, It's hard. You know, I don't. I guess you can say I don't really hold on to stress typically like most people do. Um, it's just one of those things that, you know, most of my life I've been able to kind of let go. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's there's times, you know, throughout the week where I kind of get overloaded. And, I feel like know. men can deal with stress better. Yeah. I mean, when Derek annoying. was on here, he said he takes a nap. I know. I'm <laughs> like, you're <laughs> bad. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's just it, people. People have their their different ways, but you know, I mean, me, I, I just, you know, I get outdoors and 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 work and hunt fish. Me, and, I'm just cool as a cucumber. You know, I'm just cool. I'll, I'll have a, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say I don't have, you know, nice cocktail every now and then, but you know, <laughs> dance it out. Dance What's out. your favorite kind of cocktail? Uh, like, uh, like really just whiskey on the rocks or you know hey, have a you? Moscow Mule every now. That's and what me and <laughs> see. You need to come hang out with me and Ray. <laughs> Yes, That's I like thing. it. Jack Daniels on ice with cherries for me. Uh, I can't do the cherries, but I'll drink the whiskey on the rocks. I don't do the cherries. I just <laughs> like it. I think it's pretty and it I think it's good. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> just add to I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I do like to listen to music. You know, um, music is a yes. a huge part of my life. Always. You know, uh, it's how I navigate most of my days. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. So you're stressed out. What song do you put on? I knew you would ask me. <laughs> yes, I like this. Or what genre? You know, I I love, I'm an 80s, 90s kind of guy. <laughs> you know, early 2000s. I'm not really much on. Like Matchbox? I'll do some Matchbox. You <laughs> like know. Dave Matthews? Dave Matthews. Yeah. I'm a, um, I, you know, I was laughing earlier about Justin Timberlake. I love Justin Timberlake. Savage Garden. So, me and, me, and, me and Raven were talking the other day about uh, Taylor Swift. I told her I was a little bit of a Swifty. You know, of course, I don't have a, you know, I didn't have an opportunity with that because you know, my wife and 
Oh my God. <laughs> Kids. Come on. You know, my no. wife and daughter are crazy about her. Email, so I, I really love all genres, you know. I was listening to Green Day on the way over here, you know. So. I'm a huge Green Day yeah. lover. Oh, Big Green Day concerts. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I didn't make Blink-182 I, 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 I left work yesterday listening to, you know, Millie Vanilli, and I'm riding over here this morning listening to Green Day. So that's, that's really all That's your spectrum? Life. All over the place, you know. I love it. What about you, Chelsea? Yeah. Um, I know I was thinking about that. I'm glad he went first because I was like, what do I do? Because I, I do get stressed out. Um, but I think going along with the way he said um, – kind of letting things go is important because you can't fix everything. And that's what I've been learning is I I usually, I'm not someone who like holds grudges or anything like that. And it, there's not enough time to, in the, to be mad at things. I feel like I yeah. just try to be like, I have no control over that, um, but, and try not to get angry, but look for the good in things. But sometimes I do get in my head and my, you know, I've, my thoughts are going a million miles an hour and to escape that when I get stressed out, I really like to be outdoors and garden. I think I put away my phone, put away everything and to be outside gardening. I love it. And then I could do that all day. Um, I also love to listen to audibles. Um, I get really distracted reading a book. Um, but if I have headphones on, I can do anything. And I love, I escape through audibles. I listen to books like all day if I can. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like it. How do you relieve stress? Me? Yeah. You know. I know, but I want you to say it. <laughs> Whiskey on the rocks. Whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> no, I really stopped that. <laughs> um, okay, so I I take moments to myself, and I stretch it out. I stretch my bones, mostly. And usually when that's happening, my puppy dogs are loving on me at the same time, so I'm getting my love and, like, releasing tension. Mm -hmm. But if I'm, like, at work and I need to release stress, I will take a loop around town mm -hmm. really quickly think through my thoughts and uh, come back upstairs turn my music on and get back to it yeah so that's pretty much it what what were you thinking there's something i feel like you were digging for. no no okay <laughs> how do you, what do you do stress? yeah <laughs> i was trying to think about that um like I, I would think that like i listen to music but i definitely i talk it out so like you'll find me in sarah harris's office call you i call you yeah i'm like uh, yeah, this is happening yeah i tried to facetime you was that night before last yeah i was gonna sleep this i know but i needed you <laughs> yeah. but then my mom talked to me till midnight so but yeah i definitely um because i'm such a people person i really am like that's kind of i've learned i get energy i'm a introvert extrovert yeah um i get energy from other people um and so if i can talk it out with others or talk about something else to distract me, it can kind of like bring me down. Yeah. You very suddenly can see me stressed, unless you know me. I look just, I look like Ryan, just calm. <laughs> but. <laughs> but when you're not, it's scary. Like, you know, like you go into your office and there's like this like heavy <laughs> feeling. <laughs> Raven's there and I'm just like, oh, Raven's this there. is not. It is my and office. then she'll call me Sarah Hannah and I'm like, I'm out of here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bye. When she, when she says my middle name, it's, it's, it's a bad day. <laughs> Ryan, what's your middle name? Steven with a P. <laughs> with a P. P-H. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> What's your middle name? Michelle. Michelle. Chelsea Michelle. Ooh. Chelsea Michelle. 
I feel like you could have been like on Full House or something. That's yeah, like the best compliment you could have been. <laughs> I feel you. Know, Full so House is my dream. <laughs> Especially in Michelle. I'm a big Mary Kate and Ashley fan. <laughs> Love Mary Kate and Ashley. My daughter now knows every episode of Full House. We still watch it in my house. Nice. Oh, okay, okay. I know a question we always ask. So, if there was anything missing in Ocean Springs, mm-hmm. what do you think it is? Oh. And what can the city help do to, to make it happen? I would like to see more. Um, well, I know that HOSA has just done some signage and things like that. Um, but I think there's a lot of structures and buildings that um, would be, I, th- I would like to think of ways to educate people on a lot of the history and the architecture and things about the community. But I think that we're also doing that, like it is happening. Um, but I think just, I don't know, just staying true to Ocean Springs is important. Like staying true to the small town, the feeling, the joy, and not trying to be anything it's not. I feel like but I don't know how to fix that. I think just, you know, everyone just keep being awesome. <laughs> I like keep it. on keeping What are we missing, Ryan? I kind of agree with what she's saying. You know, it's uh, you can you can get carried away and get too big. But if I had to suggest something, it would be a little more. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, as you're talking, the <laughs> door is opening me. behind you. Oh, and yes, the building is those. haunted. Is yes. They're <laughs> nice, though. <laughs> It's really just the summer heat. It, it, it would probably be something more along the lines of uh, family entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. movie theater, golf carts, or uh, go-karts, or driving range, or top golf, something, something along those lines, something other than more, you know, something other than just bars and restaurants. The nighttime. The nighttime mm-hmm. stuff, you know, yeah. because it's like with, you know, with kids, you almost have to go out of Ocean Springs to find, you know, that kind of venue. Yeah. We are going to start playing movies here. So that's going to be fun. And I think what we're, we're talking about doing is, is almost letting the community say what they want to watch. And then we'll just like buy them for the season. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have a movie theater in Ocean Springs. (laughs) But you know, that, you know, when you start adding venues like that, it's, you know, you start losing that small town feel, small town vibe. Mm -hmm. That vibe. Yeah. I think, the charm of ocean springs is a priority to just about everybody so you know when things get start to get a little out of hand we reevaluate it's a conversation like we hear we we really do bring it to the table especially like department head meetings and stuff so i think that uh you know kind of keeping it calm keeping it fun enough for tourism but keeping it calm enough for the people who live here to want to stay (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think that that's important and i think that because um as things continue to develop naturally, everywhere grows and everywhere is becoming bigger. And I see the pros to that, definitely. And I think it's important, too, that as a city, as we continue to be, you know, the number one small town in America and things like that, to remain that way is to keep that charm, like what you said. And so to find people who are willing to develop around the charm, you know, around the things that make it special with, like, the trees or the architecture and things like that. And find people find who are willing to, you know, kind of go out of the norm to work around the things that make Ocean Springs special instead of getting rid of them. Right. So Raven and I are talking about season two for the podcast and what elements we want to bring to it. And I think what we're trying to do is open up topics that the community wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and we're also going to do uh, like a, a question bowl. Mm-hmm. That's going to be kind of like a fun moment where random questions can be pulled and you know we're not necessarily talking about the same things with both of you each time it might just be super random directly to you or you know or talk about fun yeah 
So, <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, with this podcast, you guys have kind of been watching both of you, right? Um, we've we sort of asked like similar questions, had different guests, but similar questions, and that was sort of the structure. And we're still learning how this all rock and rolls. So, but I think I think we've got like a good base, right? So, um, what would you guys like if you were to put a topic in? Uh, for next season what would you like us to highlight I like stories from like old timers you know well obviously that's but I know that you're working on a history podcast and things like that but I think just having interesting people like not the same old people I feel like we kind of often we are just remembering the same old like the same people who are amazing and done a lot for the community but there's also other people who've lived here forever that we know nothing about yeah mm -hmm. find those people you got to pull them out of their houses. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go to their houses. Exactly. That's what I know. Hey, we'll on take North. the podcast on the road. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or on the golf cart. <laughs> um, you guys have met Larry. He talks about trees. He may be a yeah. person mm -hmm. and can bring awareness and educate a lot of people on trees. I talk to him a lot. Um, what about you, Ryan? I think it would be pretty neat to get more, I guess you can say, involved in someone's you know, when you bring people on to the podcast, get more involved in their personal life, you know, mm -hmm. learn more about them as a person. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that if, I think if you guys would do that, you, you would find that the conversations would, you know, probably last three, four, five hours long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we definitely have gone down some rabbit holes with some yeah. folks. And like, <laughs> That's easy to do. We learn was adopted. Rob. Rob is Rob adopted. Blackman, one yeah. of our old yep. mm -hmm. Yeah, had no idea. You know, like we've, we've learned a lot about it, mm -hmm. our different guests, but, um, but it is short. 45 minutes is short. I mean, we're already at 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. When I do my history interviews or talk to people, I always think, oh, I'll only be there for an hour. Yeah, right. No whole way. Day. Yeah, whole day. Whole day. <laughs> so we like to end our podcast with a message that you would leave with the community. Oh, like we think of a message? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I would. My advice would be to don't be angry and just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, love, my advice would be just love Ocean Springs and see that the charm exists even when there's change. That still find the good even when there's change, and to just don't let little things get you mad. Just love life. That was like five messages, but those are That's what good. I want to say. It's the same message. <laughs> same message yeah, in different ways. Different ways. <laughs> That's the bigger picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any advice, but the message I would share is I just want the uh, the wonderful members of this community to know that the fire department is here for them. And, uh, you know, we're improving and, and learning every day to find, you know, better and more efficient ways to serve them. And, and that's what we're going to continue to do. And if they ever need us, they know where we're at. You're like the dream firefighter. That's like a perfect thing. Wait, and I know we're out of time, but I did have one question for him. Yeah, Tell us about sure. Axe the Fire Dog. I'm a big fan of Axe the Fire Dog. Say that again? Axe the Fire Dog. What about him? Just everything. Tell, tell us she everything. She wants to know about him. So it's, it's weird. It was a... It's weird. He's a, he's a facility dog. Okay. And it was a social experiment that, you know, uh, it was something that our chief came up with there. And, and he came to me and we, we talked about it a little bit. And I said... I think it's a great idea. <laughs> he's so cute. And so we found it was a breeder over in Louisiana, went and got him, and he's been with us ever since. He's working on two years old mm -hmm. now. Is he connected to just one or all of you? Well, it's it's this has been a a a, a social experience, <laughs> I promise you. Is okay. He, is he like 
messed up. No, he, no, <laughs> no he's, he's, he's not messed up. He's a, he's a great dog, very well Good. behaved, listens well. It's just hard with animals. And, you know, most of your animals are used to having one master you know, or one handler, two handlers tops. Right. Yeah. Not 33, you know. <laughs> but he, he clings to, just like humans do, he clings to the people who are most invested in him, the people who take him for rides, the people who take him to the water to swim, the people who take him on walks. and yeah, you he's know, living that. his best life. He, he sure is. is. I want him time. to be more of a celebrity in Ocean Spring. We're well, we should bring him on the podcast. Follow him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're working on it. He, you know, he was having some, um, I guess, social anxiety mm. outside, of the, outside of the department. You know, we try. I'm glad to, you're taking care of him. Yeah. Yeah, we try to get him downtown a couple of times during yeah. cruising and Peter Anderson. Mm -hmm. he's, but he's he's getting over it. I mean, I love good. him so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these cats are uh, running him around and pickup trucks and fire trucks, <laughs> taking him on boat rides, and <laughs> he, they got him down at the beach swimming. And, Aww. You know, it's just guys. I saw five otters. In the ocean. I've been dying to see otters. I haven't seen them. Why are they in the ocean? I didn't think they would come here. I hear. Hey, where did you see them? I saw them on Front Beach by the parking lot, all the way down near the marina. Okay, I'm gonna go look. Like, I was <laughs> what freaking time out. Did you take a picture? <laughs> no, I mean it's just their heads bobbing, you know. But I mean, I saw them go into the water. I saw them walking, so I saw their whole I've body. I've heard of it. I want to see them so bad. But there was like five of them. I'm so happy like, for are you. They doing the ocean, though? <laughs> I don't. I didn't know they could get in salt I guess water. they do here. We've evolved. Right. Uh, before we go, uh, I want, so Ryan is going to participate in the Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Men, um, men wear pink. Men wear pink. Real <laughs> men wear pink. <laughs> they did. They changed it. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> men wear pink campaign. Um, so tell us, like, give your five second spiel about, you know, why you participating in this campaign other than I asked you to. Um <laughs> Well, I think that, uh, you know, I'm all about uh, being an ambassador for what I would call um, good groups, you know, good organizations. And I think that Men Wear Pink, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. I think they support a great cause. And uh, it's, you know, it's a it's a community project that, that not only did you ask me to do, but I, 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 feel, I feel I need to do. You yeah. Know? And so I'm looking forward to. Uh, the next couple months raising money. I'm looking forward to being an ambassador for the program. And mm -hmm. uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun with, with you being my administrative cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the month of October, you have to wear pink every day, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for the whole and month of October. so I hope people see him around town and take pictures with him uh, just to advocate and get it out there. Um, I think they contacted me and asked if somebody from the city uh, would participate and Ryan immediately came to mind. Um, and so just because you're just so um, willing to be an integral part of the community and to do good, um, Wait, it wasn't easy. You got to make Kenny do this. <laughs> Let's get Ryan in. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Kenny wear pink. That's why you got to make I him do it. Wait, I just wear salmon. Salmon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Salmon. <laughs> Are you going to be able to fill a whole month of pink? I've been working on it. I got a couple of ties. <laughs> um, I got I some. It. I got some pink socks. I got pink underwear. You know, uh, pink does shoes. Does that count? Is yeah, that going to be an outfit? <laughs> no, it's not going to be all one. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Ken, like in the Barbie. <laughs> that is popular right Ooh, now. That is popular right now. <laughs> I'm is. your administrative cheerleader. It is popular. Why is that so popular right now? Because it's, it's, it's kind of like movie. making yeah, fun right. of it. That's so right. it's it's a it's a comedy. He could be Ken. 
No, I can't. <laughs> Very right, Jocelyn. <laughs> okay, we need to wrap this up, you guys. Okay. I thought of another message. Okay. <laughs> I have Dawson was on the spot. Since we're talking about ideas and doing them, that's my word of advice is if you have a good idea, do it. If you want to see something change, go out and change it. Don't just complain about it. So like it goes back to being happy. But I do think people need to stop. If you're complaining about something, do something about it or else don't complain about it. Like go out and change. Mm. Mm. Amen, sister. Yeah. Do it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> really like I don't need to have the final word. So it seems like that, but I don't. <laughs> no, I think we're done. Okay. We're wrapping it up. Season two, coming soon. Coming soon check us out subscribe guys thank you for being our guest today it was wonderful it was great it was good and it was light and like uplifting and we're gonna we're gonna get you on those like affirmation podcasts where we can just listen to your voice telling us happy things i think kanye does those i mean ryan kanye i'll put you to sleep Thank you for joining us for our last episode of season one. I'm Sarah. And I'm Raven. And this is City Culture. Culture.